The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Number two, you better, you bet. PJ Glasser here with Ken Barkley. Back from vacation. I'm filling in for Nick Costos. He'll be back next week from his vacation. We are uh, we are joined now by the whale capper, Drew Dinsick. Kind enough to join us like he always does on a Monday. Drew, how's everything going? Oh, man. Couldn't be better, man. Uh, you would think uh, with the way that people are talking about not having anything to bet that uh, we didn't have a couple of the world's most important athletic endeavors going on right now between Wimbledon and the Tour de France. Just because they're happening in oh, Europe yeah. doesn't mean that you can't bet on these events, guys. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, and if you have been passing on Wimbledon for whatever stupid reason... I have more bad news for you. Uh, you have missed some unbelievably good tennis to this point in the tournament. And I would say that um, in the same way that you have some March Madness events that play out where there's big upsets early and that's the storyline, but then that begets Sweet 16 and Elite Eight and Final Four matchups that lack a little bit of pop. This has been the opposite we had a pretty shocky first week at Wimbledon, and we have some unbelievably talented players still alive in the draw. Um, and you can give me 20 minutes to try to tell you who's going to win on the women's side, and I'm not going to give you an answer because I do not know. There are eight women left, and they are all outstanding at grass. Well, seven of them are. Uh, seven of them are outstanding at grass tennis, and they all realistically have a shot here. Uh, and the eighth is, you know, she's at least uh, you know former top five player. So, um, no, it's it's still a wide open tournament. Um, you know, there are a number of kind of younger players who are stepping up, who I think are going to be able to present a little bit of a challenge to the great uh, Novak Djokovic. So uh, we are we are in for uh, a really awesome 
uh, final week here at Wimbledon, and I can't be, couldn't be more excited. Uh, maybe I'll ask you about Wembenyama after because you sound so fired up about Wimbledon right now. Why don't we just do okay? So like we had you on probably what two weeks ago, probably something like that, and because it was before I went on vacation, and I think I left that interview. I think Sean was hosting with me. I think he left that interview being like, "Oh, so Djokovic, like just yeah." I think I asked you how many players can win, and you said one and a half. And the half is still around, too, because Alcaraz beat Berrettini in four sets right now. Uh, so he's on to the quarters. Mm-hmm. And, okay, Djokovic is minus 200. Do you think his likelihood of winning the tournament is more than that? It sounds like now you're kind of sliding back to, well, if this happened and this guy, and like you said, a lot of really good yeah. players have made it to this point. So kind of where are we at here with Djokovic, a really prohibitive favorite? Yeah, we have uh, one of two outcomes between now and Sunday's final. <clears throat> Uh, Djokovic is going to be there. I have very little uh, hope that uh, he gets challenged in the quarterfinals by Rublev, who he absolutely embarrassed in uh, the Australian Open in the same situation. Uh, I have medium to no hope that uh, Yannick Sinner is going to be able to do what he did last year and push Djokovic to five sets. Uh, So I think Djokovic almost certainly is going to be in that final. Um, Now, price-wise, minus 200 is an absolute steal. If Alcaraz stumbles between now and that final minus 200 is not an especially outrageous price. If Alcaraz is in that final, because I think he is the bet on in that spot. Um, It is a very, very, uh, there's no reason to run to bet Alcaraz right now at three to one. Um, He's probably going to be about three to one in that final against Djokovic, just because the, you know, the, there's, there is a huge, huge scar from a lot of the betting, uh, you know, market makers down all the way down to the Joes uh, from Alcaraz Djokovic at the uh, French Open. Um, and so he's going to be a price regardless of what happens between now and the final if he gets there. And so you can be patient and wait and bet Alcaraz in the final. Um, uh, or you can take your minus 200 on Djokovic now in the case that, uh, you know, Alcaraz stumbles between now and then because he's going to have two tough tests. So he's, he's drawing uh, a very informed young player in Holger Rune. Uh, in the uh, quarterfinals here, Rune and Alcaraz, if you ever intend to bet tennis in the next 10 years, you must watch that match because Rune is a future world number one and a future slam contender, if not slam, multiple slam winner. That is his ceiling. Alcaraz, we know, is a multiple uh, slam winner potential uh, and you know, longtime future number one. And in fact, there will be years where the entirety of men's slam tennis, I can envision being like, so Rune or Alcaraz for this one. How about for this one? How about for this one? You know, it, it, that, that's sort of the trajectory that these players are on in terms of their ceiling. Um, now, Rune may never get there. Like he could get derailed by injuries or who knows what. I'm get, I am drawing that conclusion because he is a mental psychopath uh, who has the focus and the confidence to withstand a really, really tough mental sport. And you see these players rarely. Alcaraz is clearly one of them, uh, and Rune, Rune is the other. And so uh, seeing those guys square off in the quarterfinals is going to be amazing. I would expect to price something in the ballpark of Alcaraz minus 250, maybe minus 280 uh, against Rune, just because he's the more well-established established player. Um, but, uh, that'll be a, that'll be a match and it'll be must, must watch cause it'll shape sort of the future of those guys in their head to head. Um, Medvedev almost certainly dispatches the, uh, the awesome story that is the American Christopher Eubanks making a quarterfinal here. 
Eubanks price to win Q2 was something like 80 to one, maybe a hundred to one. He was given virtually no chance to even be in this position, knocking on the door of a semifinal appearance. But I think Medvedev is figuring a couple of things out. His tactical approach to, uh, you know, how he went, you know, his tactical approach, particularly the last two rounds is substantially better than what we saw from him to this point on grass season. So I think he probably gets there. And I think Alcaraz Medvedev is going to be an amazing semifinal. So uh, Alcaraz, if he gets to the final is going to be really the decision point on whether you take him against Novak Djokovic a ton of it's going to depend on how many you know how much gas he burns between now and then um and what kind of price the market gives us but uh yeah when, men's Wimbledon is about to start and it's about to get really good mm. can't wait wow. can't wait Drew what about on the uh on the women's side you talked about how wide open it is and I'm looking at these matchups we get a rematch of the final from last year between Owens Jabor and Elena Rabakina, how do you kind of see that playing out this time around? Do you think Rabakina is going to take care of Owens again? Or were there, were there things from that final last year that you think Owens can take with her into the matchup this time around? Uh, I don't recall that final. I don't know. Yeah. You're, you're telling beat. me Owens lost. That was a tough beat, buddy. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, the for those who don't know, the yeah. context, uh, the highest, I, I can say this with almost certainty. The highest plus EV bet I made in my life was Ons Jabor to win Wimbledon last year. Uh, it was about the middle end of May. Um, the, the the people who ran Wimbledon kind of made the decision. Um, we're going to ban the Russian and Belarusian players. Um, there was a couple of uh, Ash Barty uh, retired from the tour, had just retired from the tour. Uh, Mark, you know, outright markets for Wimbledon were up and Ons Jabor was 40 to one. And you looked at who was likely going to be in that field, and it was very clear she should be the second shot. And she was 40 to 1. And I was like, oh, my God. And that, that was the, the fair price on her realistically was something like 4 to 1, maybe 3 to 1. There's no other times in my life I can remember betting a 40 to 1 that should have been 3 to 1, 4 to 1. Like, it's just, it never happens. Um, and she became, you know, it became a fun thing you know, just beyond the, um, you know, the staking that and having that potential, you know, that potential price come home. Um, you know, she put together an amazing run on grass, went in undefeated to Wimbledon, um, you know, played an amazing first week there. The draw broke in her favor. A lot, you know, other players like Iga got eliminated on the other side of the draw. So it all kind of went so perfectly for her. She was minus 140, minus 150, I think, in the final against Rabakina. Um, and, uh, she won the first set convincingly and was clearly, that, in my opinion, at least the better player, the cooler player. Um, and, uh, you know, at that point, uh, Rabakina is unflappable. She's, we jokingly call her Robot Kina because she seems to play with virtually no emotion. Um, and Ons was visibly frustrated, visibly uh, upset with herself. And, you know, considering what was at stake, first ever potential, uh, you know, she was, the, she was in that moment the first ever African woman to get to a slam final in all of the history of tennis, which is, you know, historic. And, uh, you know, she was looking at that as this is my, maybe my one and only best chance to win a slam. Uh, and it all kind of got away from her at that point. And uh, Rebecca ran away with the match. It was extremely painful to watch um, just because if you, you know, if once you're on the ons train and you're consuming her media and you're getting a sense of who she is as a, as a person, she's like 99.9th percentile human on top of being like just a, you know, a really fun player to watch, particularly on grass. Uh, and so that was tough. Um, I obviously still have scars. Yeah, I look at this market as insane. 
Um, Ons Jabor should be at least, you know, in the pick'em range, not plus one in anything. Um, and so the question is, am I willing to get hurt a little or a lot betting on Jabor in this particular match? Because, um, you know, there are signs there that she's not the player she was last year. Um, her serve, you know, her hold percentages all throughout the grass season haven't been anywhere close to what she was at in 2022. And in just in general, just, she hasn't been in the same form. So, um, you know, I'm definitely nervous that, uh, that she doesn't have the, the ceiling that gets her across the line, but Rabakana at the same time has been dealing with a viral illness. She does not look like she is in the same uh, kind of physical shape. So she could potentially run into an issue where if this becomes a three-set match, she just doesn't have the gas, she doesn't have the juice. So I think Jabor can get through. Uh, if Jabor ultimately wins Wimbledon this year, it's going to be bittersweet. I'm obviously going to be extremely for happy for her as a person, but uh, it's going to be like, you know, you couldn't have just done this last year. Thanks, thanks. But uh, uh, that's kind of where my rooting interest is, surely. Um, and, uh, you know, it would be a great story on top of all that. But, uh, you know, she's pretty clearly right now by my numbers, the fourth shot here. Um, you know, it, it, she's basically tied a little bit, a little bit behind Rubakana for outright win prices. Cause I would great Rubakana is more likely to beat Sabalenka and more likely to beat Iga. Um, but, uh, you know, it's still, it's, it's, it's possible she can do it. Um, but she's going to have to do it with maybe one of the most hellacious, difficult paths of all time. And, uh, uh, you know, it's still considering how things broke from her last year, it would be unbelievable if she did it this year while beating like every good player in the game. And for you, you were talking a good answer there about the band. I feel like your answers should probably make people want to watch this tournament because you're clearly really passionate <laughs> about it. You've been watching a lot of it. I've been watching a lot of it too. Uh, for people like the Ons Jabor, kind of like you, she's a very likable person. And you were talking about her background, the Breakpoint episode. So that's the Netflix show from the Drive to Survive producers. Uh, the recent season of it that just came out is about the U.S. Open and Wimb uh, Wimbledon in the U.S. Open from last year. So for people who don't remember, Wimbledon last year was Jabor Rabakina and then Kyrgios, because Nadal withdrew, Kyrgios plays Djokovic in the final. Like, insane episodes. Like, absolutely yeah. insane episodes. And just, like, behind-the-scenes stuff is really cool. If you're into, like, anything about sports yeah. that's cool. Like, the, those, and they'll, the thing is, those episodes will make you want to watch tennis. Like, they'll make you want to watch these matches uh, yeah. coming up. Well, I yeah. I want to ask you about, I know we could do tennis for, you said 20 minutes and you could even tell us who's <laughs> going to win women. I, I want to ask you about Wembenyama just for like a minute. So we literally yeah. have like 90 seconds left, has to be 90 seconds for this. Any betting <laughs> thoughts having watched him twice? Spurs win total. I think they're going to be great next year. I think they're going to stink. He's a lock to win rookie of the year. No, actually, I like Chet Holmgren or I like Scoot Anderson. Any, a betting thought on Victor Wembanyama here in like literally 60 to 90 seconds? Um, I, I mean, it's easy to be underwhelmed with what we've seen so far. It's easy to kind of try to make some case for uh, an outsider to take that market down. But um, I think at this point, I'm rooting for more uh, more challenges to come his way and that price to get even shorter before getting involved. Um, I... I definitely have the sense that, uh, you know, the Spurs are going to treat him a little bit, you know, a little bit more uh, kid gloves than I had initially anticipated, which, uh, you know, his, his price when he was like minus 300, minus 400, whatever it was, um, you know, that implied he was going to get a full, full season. Like he was clearly going to start 65 games and, you know, he was going to be a huge part of the focal point of their building that team. Uh, if they, and all of it, they, you know, kind of pull their you know, pull back a bit on, on how much they're deploying him. Uh, that's going to, you know, really, you know, affect this race. And I think that's why the price is what it is much more so than people getting excited about some of the other young players. Um, if among the long shots, the guy that probably stands out is Brandon Miller at 16 to one, um, you know, I, 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 his fit and just in general, I'm nodding off you know, camera. 
I'm not on camera, yeah, but I'm his, nodding well at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. His, his fit and his ability to kind of fill up the stat sheet, I think are pretty obvious. And, um, you know, it's just generally playing next to a player like LaMelo Ball, he's going to get a lot of opportunities. Uh, so, you know, him, him being sort of the outsider, if you want one is, is where I would lean. Um, but my gut says, you know, wait for this price to settle down. If it ever gets into plus money range for whatever reason, then that's, that's where you fire away. He is the whale capper, Drew Densick. You can find him on NBC Sports Edge. He is a host there, joins us each and every Monday on You Better You Bet. Drew, good to see you, and thanks for all the insight. All thanks, right, well. best of luck, guys, and let's go on. Yeah, let's go that's, on. You know, Come there's on. A guy who doesn't want to get his, there's a guy who doesn't want to get his heart broken again. There's that guy. And two, two really good uh, terms by whale during that interview, just like, you know, uh, phrases that he used a betting kid scar gloves. in the market betting scar. Well, kid, glo- yeah. kid gloves on on Wembenyama is good too but that a betting good. scar meaning like a market was created on a t- on a tennis match and everyone was so wrong on what ended up happening in the match that there is a scar that is not healed if the two players play again and so therefore the market must be different like has to be different because everybody had thought it was going to go a certain way that Alcaraz would challenge Djokovic and he got smoked after the first set so that's funny and then uh, was it Holger Rune is a mental psychopath was the other one. <laughs> like, that's oh, why he yeah. was successful. Uh, just like really, really funny. So Will, Will always brings it with the vocab. It was good. That was good. I wish I brought him with me to uh, to Wimbledon. Yeah. That would have been fun watching Wimbledon with the Will. You were a mental psychopath Drew waiting in line for nine hours. That was good. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. More you better you bet coming up after the break. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.